Welcome to Monolithic, the podcast, where we explore diversity within Black experiences. I am Aaliyah Janae, and for this episode, we are discussing other approaches to healing and taking care of our whole bodies, okay? And of course, you know I have a special guest here with me today, my girl Deja, literally my soul sister. We like some of the same artists, some of the same music. We have very similar views on many things. And I am beyond grateful to have you a part of my community. I love you so much. And I'm excited to have you here. Hey, girl, what's going on? Hey, girl. I'm so happy to be here. I feel like we've been trying to get get me on this podcast for forever. And it's finally happening. I'm honored to even be here with you, a real healer, a real warrior. I'm excited about today and the content that we have to share. Um, okay. Let's just get right into it. Because we love a good origin story here. What is your upbringing? Um, tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so I'm originally from Illinois. Small town, the capital, Springfield. Chicago's not the capital of Illinois. <laughs> old folks think it is, but it's not. <laughs> um, I'm an only child. Um, I grew up with just me and my mom, but my grandmother raised me. Um, I was at her house every weekend. Um, I moved in with her when I was about 14. I grew up in church, like a Kojic church. So... Um, I feel like we're very family oriented. My grandmother had eight kids, so we're big on just unity and love and just looking out for your family, your bloodline, um, big on God. So yeah, um, pretty complex. My dad has 10 kids, but I'm an only child on my mom's side. Um, as I've gotten older, I've gotten to know them on a better level, but I feel like you don't really know your siblings unless you grow up in a house with them. Um, you know, like their personalities, what they like to eat, those kind of things. So um, I definitely have only child syndrome from my childhood and um, young single mom. So I feel like I definitely acquired a certain set of survival skills by just watching her mm-hmm. and other women in my family. Um, definitely um, kind of matriarch centered. Like I had men around like my grandpa and you know, my uncles and my cousins, but the breadwinners, like I've never seen a man outwork a woman. Um, so my origin is very, very gravitated towards women and our strength and our capabilities, I think. Yeah, I love that because we're going to talk a little bit about that um, later on. And so you talk about your origin stories growing up in the church. So how were you exposed to some different like healing methods? What was the origin of that? So initially growing up, church of God in Christ, you know, if you were sick, they would have prayer <laughs> at the end of church. And they'll make you go down there. They'll put some anoint oil on your head and send you on your way and tell you your healing was in your beliefs. And while that may be the case, you know, I was exposed to different healing methods as I got older. Because as a kid, if you're sick, they're going to give you some ginger ale. They're going to give you some saltine crackers oh, so that you don't take no medicine on no empty stomach. You got to go lay down. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
But um, I think when I got to high school, my Ganny, she started becoming well-versed in like oils and vitamins and things like that. I noticed different things like we're women, right? Sometimes the pH might get thrown off. We got so many things going on with our bodies and our vaginas. So, you know, if you get a yeast infection or if you take an antibiotic for even strep throat, they're going to give you that antibiotic. That in turn is going to give you a yeast infection. Then they're going to give you can to get rid of the yeast. And it's like this never ending cycle of medicine and it triggers this reaction and another reaction. So then I just start going to my game. And, you know, now if something goes wrong with the yaya, you you can take a panty liner or like a pad and put a tea tree oil on it. I didn't douche with yogurt before, like just plain probiotic yogurt, not eating it, literally just rubbing it on the labia and the inside and then rinsing it with cool water in the shower. And it literally worked. Like my doctor stamped it like you had some yeast yesterday, but I don't see no yeast today. Yeah, I didn't take that dosu can. I use yogurt. Um, even if you got a headache, you just get you some peppermint oil and you massage it into the temples and it leaves immediately. The biggest thing I've learned about healing though on this journey is that it's what you put into your body. Mm-hmm. Like you can pray and use anointing oil and go to the altar all day. But if you put pork in your body, if you drinking soda, I'm usually a pretty non-judgmental person until somebody tell me they drink soda. <laughs> Why are you doing that? <laughs> um, your healing just is, is everything that you put into your body, whether it's alcohol, whether it's meat, dairy, whatever those things is. Like ailments and sickness is preventative. If you just give your body what it needs. I made, I bought some key limes. And I didn't know that key limes make your water alkaline. Mm-hmm. Cut those up, put them in there. Um, I have sea moss. I have um, moringa powder that I put in my smoothies. I have elderberry syrup. I have bladder rack. I have chlorophyll that I put in my water. I take that chlorophyll every day, baby. Yes, you have to. And those are natural deodorizers, the key lime and the chlorophyll. And I noticed that. When you are putting life into your body and not dead flesh and dairy and mucus causing foods, you feel lighter, you feel better, you look better, your skin is different, your pH is different. Like I cannot put on deodorant and go out in the heat and not get musty because of the chlorophyll supplement that I take, the chlorophyll and the plants that I eat, the key limes, the you know, they say that your cells regenerate themselves every 28 to 30 days, mm-hmm. but it depends on what you eat. So if you got craters in your face, you might need to stop eating fried chicken. You might just need to lay off for a little while. Yeah, moderation <laughs> is always key. I always tell people that. Moderation. Absolutely. Yeah, like you can have it, but when those cells are regenerating, it's going to pull from which your body consists of mostly. Right. So if you're going to eat some chicken, because I just had some, I'm not better than y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I drank a lot of water with it. <laughs> and I detox and I fast too. Um, I do this every month. I'll fast for three days where I literally don't put anything in my mouth except water. And that gives your digestive system a break. Right. Uh-oh. 
your body, you know, Dr. Savi always says we've been tricked with this food pyramid and thinking you have to eat three or six meals a day. Mm-hmm. You don't need that. Your body can't can't break. It's always in a constant state of overworking itself if it has to digest all this stuff all the time. Everything works better if you want to play it, including you, including your digestive system. So, yeah. Yeah, even when people say like, oh, my stomach is growling, that is not a sign to eat. That is a sign that your body is digesting its food. Really? (laughs) Yeah, look that up. And also, I want to go back a little bit. You said something that uh, really stuck with me about how sometimes when we take certain um, medicines, it only, uh, we don't think about the other side effects that can then mess up other parts of your body. And one thing that I love about alternative healing methods and alternative medicine uh, is the fact that it's the body is working together. You know, like all of our- It's a beautiful vessel. I know, it's so beautiful. And it's it's for you, it does everything for you and you just give it what it needs to function at its optimal level, like. Big time. Ain't that crazy? And like, you can have, you can look at your hand right now and know that there's a vein that goes directly to your heart that goes directly to some other part of your, your body, like all these things. And it's like, wow, why didn't anyone tell us or in school about how interconnected our body is and how, um, you know, they work together. It's a team effort. It's not just, oh, I'm going to take a pill for this. Okay, but we don't think about how it's going to impact and affect other parts of the body. That's why when we look at the side effects list, the side effects be so long because I'm like, dang, because you didn't think about the other parts of the body. Because it's poison. And I also think about how we have so many doctors, like specialists, and I'm like, that's great. You focus on one part of the body, but you you don't never talk to your patients and other people about how this one body part is connected to the rest of the body. So now I gotta go to they need you to keep coming back. Why would they, you know, tell you something's gonna take money out their pocket? And that's the unfortunate part of it all. Like, dang, y'all, come on. Anyway, I just kind of like that just, you know, that's why I love the the suggestions that you provided and just the things that you use. We're not saying like, oh, this is going to work for every single person because everybody's body is different. You know, some people are allergic to certain things. Some people are not. So medicine and healing should not be a one size fits all. However, I do love the um, like peppermint on your temples or you can eat almonds and just these other more natural ways of doing that doesn't cost crazy amount of money yeah this is like the cure to everything you know is in nature think about the earth gives us food it gives us water it gives us oxygen it gives it has all these herbs there's literally a cure to every ailment in nature um i just think it just requires us to step outside of the things that we've been conditioned to believe yeah. And just do our own due diligence, like do our own research and see what works for us. Because I guarantee you, there ain't gonna be no side effects from no harm unless you're allergic to them. And also thinking about the amounts that you take too in parents. Yeah. Even when we talk about like natural healing um, and using herbs, sometimes we just like Google something. We want to put all the stuff that we learn in one pot. You know, like we have to do better and learn more about pairing and the roots are you going to use the root are you going to use the leaf like it's a science to this like this is 
real science. Like this is because again, nature provided us the stuff. Are we supposed to be using this? Right. In abundance. It comes in abundance. Like that's the thing. If we just take care of nature, nature will take care of us. Anything that you take care of will take care of you back. Your body, your hair, nature. I mean, it's just the symbiosis, right? Mm-hmm. It's a mutualistic niche between us and nature. No, we're so we treat it right, it'll do us even better. And I love that. Why do you think us having this type of conversation is important for our community? Um, Because when you think of who's sick and all the diseases that are out, they disproportionately, disproportionately affect our community. Right. Um, we live in food deserts. You know, think about where we went to school. Most HBCUs are in, quote unquote, the hood, right? The West End, very historically and culturally, culturally rich. And it's a lot of money in the West End. But think about what's available around us, right? It's the churches down the street. It's the Popeyes. It's an American deli. It's a Walmart. It's a... There's it's like the access to those fresh foods and those healing foods are limited. So the things that we put into our body, the sugars, the fats, the grease, if you already have an underlying illness, that's going to exacerbate it for sure. Right. Um, you don't have the access to the fresh fruits. So, I mean, you have to shed light on these things. Most of them don't even have adequate health care. They can go see the specialist and have access to the medical resources that they need. And who's to say that those medical resources are even the best, right? We've already discussed that what they're giving us triggers all these other side effects. So this is important because we choose life. And if we know these things, we have to share them with others. We have to preserve us, right? We have to be focused on our healing as a whole. Definitely. And I think it's important to know that Western medicine and um, alternative healing methods don't have to be like fighting against each other. It doesn't have to be one or the other. You choose what you feel is best for you and your body. And that's another thing. It's important for us to get to know our bodies and listen to it. Like instead of, you know, I got, I get a headache every day. That should ring an alarm to you. Like, no, I'm getting a headache. That's not normal. You know? <laughs> it's not like listening to your Should body. I stop drinking all that Mountain Dew? <laughs> <laughs> but truly listening to your body is so important because then you can start to pinpoint, oh, when I do this, X happens. Maybe I should stop doing X or maybe I should stop doing whatever so that X doesn't happen. Um, I think that's so important because I know for me, if I get a headache... I know either my cycle is about to come or I ate something bad, like something that does not agree with my body. Those are the only two reasons why I'll get a headache. But I know my body. I study my body. Um, And so I just really hope that we are encouraging our listeners to, you know, take some inventory of itself because you're with this body all day, every day. This is you. You got to wear this around. You're carrying this thing. This is. You're responsible for this thing and think about all that it gives you, right? Think about, you know, you wouldn't put diesel fuel on your Honda if you know it requires unleaded. Like, Yo, say that again. your body, you wouldn't put diesel fuel on your Honda if you know it requires unleaded. So think about what your car gives you. Your body gives you way more. You take your car to get washed, 
you do this, you do that, you do an oil change. Your body requires that same attention times 10. And that same maintenance, like fast, get water, see what, do, do you know your blood type? Because that helped me a lot too, sis. Um, so I ain't ashamed. When I was in high school, you know how Red Cross used to come to the schools to get blood donations? I used to do it just so I could get out of class and get a t-shirt and some free snacks because they'd give you cookies and apple juice and all that. So I was doing that. I wasn't really thinking about saving lives, but they used to send all kind of things like keychains. Oh, we need you at the next blood drive. And they sent me a keychain with my blood type on it. And my blood type is O positive. Um, so, you know, chemically, we're all just different. You might have AB, you might have O negative. Um, I learned um, when I was taking a swim lessons at Spelman what I was and was not supposed to be eating. Like, I'm O positive. I'm not supposed to be drinking alcohol. It's inflammatory for me. It makes my blood thicker. I'm not supposed to eat beans. I shouldn't be eating corn. I shouldn't be eating grains. My diet is supposed to be more geared towards meat, it and vegetables because of the acidity of my stomach lining, my pH, my different needs. My body will function its best, supposedly, according to this list, right. if I cut the alcohol, the grains. But I have noticed by making those adjustments, it does work. Again, everybody's different. But just putting that time and that effort into learning your body and yourself, it'll pay off for sure. Definitely. And I just love how you just broke that down because I didn't even, I've been thinking about blood types a lot, um, but like I haven't like been out to do it. I've been also focusing on something else called doshas. Have you ever heard of that before? No, I like me. It's like a like Ayurvedic Indian way of healing where there's like three different like categories. Um, like you eat warm foods or your body responds better to warm foods, you need more cooling foods or it's a combination. Like it's all these different things. And I, I'm naturally a hot body. Like my body produces a lot of heat. Um, which is funny because I didn't, I didn't think of that because I'm like, I'm always, but for me, eating spicy foods. It's not a good thing because I already have enough spice. Like I already got enough heat in my body. I don't need more. I don't need more heat. Um, and so I've been like trying to lay off my spicy food because I put I put cayenne pepper in everything that I eat. Cause I just love cayenne pepper. Yes, yeah, a good time. I love cayenne pepper, but I have like, you know, like doing it and using it in moderation because I'm like, okay. I'm not going to stop everything right now. I hope I'll get to that. But like, what can I stop today is the cayenne pepper. I don't have, there's a billion other seasonings that I can use. I don't have to use cayenne pepper. So I'm going to stop that first. But just those little things. And I've definitely seen like my, my bowel movements look a little bit different. Um, my stomach doesn't hurt exactly like after I eat. I don't feel as fatigued. And I'm like, just from that one thing, you know, like it's, it's, it's so amazing, like how, like you said earlier, when you put the right things in your body, your body will respond to it and give you what it needs. And so it yeah. can uh, operate the way it should. So, yeah. For sure, sis, the little adjustments, like drinking water before you go to bed, all your healing, most of your healing takes place while you sleep. What's the first meal in the morning? What's it called? 
I don't know. What is it? Water? No, <laughs> the first meal in the morning is breakfast. But what is that word broken down? Break fast. You're breaking a fast. Yeah. And that goes over people's heads. No, for real. It's important. Like, I was at my cousin's house and they really big into healing. His wife delivered their last three kids at home in a birthing pool, which is water birth. I want to do that. And when his kids woke up, he gave them like this natural, like grain cereal and like grapes and stuff. And I'm like, I love this little breakfast that they eat. And he said, yeah, we wake up in the morning. We don't give our kids pig and cow and chicken fetuses. We give them fruit. We give them. And I love that, though, because when you're breaking a fast, you want to give life to your body. So I drink water when I first get up in the morning. And I'm getting better at drinking a crap ton of water at night, too. So then my body is hydrated and adequately equipped and, you know, prepared for the healing journey that it's going to embark on while I'm asleep. Just a little things. Yeah. Even when you think about like the time of day that you're eating, how much you're eating, like lunch, that's when the sun is at its peak around lunchtime. So that should be your heaviest meal because you need to burn it all off if you're going to be out, you know, doing your thing. Uh, I also think about like my childhood growing up, like my dad used to always make us chamomile tea right before bed. And I'm like, why y'all always making us drink this? But I used to sleep like a baby. I had no issues. I had beautiful dreams. I know. I know. <laughs> yes. That's the dad right there. <laughs> no. Yeah. Even like growing up for me, thinking about the different foods that I ate. Like, I didn't grow up eating pork or beef. And like sometimes our friends would not want to eat at our house because they're like, y'all eat that and weird stuff. Or we eating avocados. Yeah. yeah. Avocados were popular. You know, we were doing all that. We were eating ground turkey, all those things. I don't know with you because you because you eating the good stuff. Yeah, we just had a different way of living. And I think that um, that's somewhat prepared me for this, even though like we did use herbs from time to time. Um but it was a balance. There was also uh, conventional medicine, but it was also right. again chamomile tea. Tea was a thing. Tea cured everything. <laughs> you drink your tea. tea. tea, tea it's tea. like Seven Up in a black household. Okay, <laughs> drink this little Seven Up and eat them crackers, girl, and go lay down. Go lay down. Go lay down. You ever been sick? It's like your mom got an attitude. You gotta go lay down. Like mom, I feel good. All right, go lay down. What? Why do you think laying down? It's panacea for everything. But you know what? I'm not mad at it. The older that I get, I understand it. Because sometimes you just need to rest and like think about your actions. No, I'm being punished. I told my mom I was sick one day in high school. She was like, yeah, you can stay home and put your phone on the table. But <laughs> we got some interesting healing methods in the black community for sure. I know. Yeah, because like, if you're too, too sick to go to school, you're too sick to use that phone. But that's <laughs> not even the same. <laughs> no correlation whatsoever. Hey, it's something about it. It's something. It's something in there. Is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners before we head out? I think I just want to leave our listeners with listen to yourself. Listen to yourself. Love on yourself really hard. Be patient with yourself. Be kind to yourself. Forgive yourself. Um, and 
Yeah, go in this go in this world, spreading love and light. And you know that starts with within, and I just we've all experienced things, and that's why it's so important to be patient with yourself. But you know, our trauma um, that's not our fault. So we have to relieve ourselves of that burden. But our healing is our responsibility. But it's up to us to decide what that healing looks like. Um, I also urge y'all, I don't know if y'all are um, familiar with Queen Afua, but my boo got me this book for Valentine's Day. It is by Queen Afua. It's called Heal Thyself. And there's different, you know, herbal remedies in here. Um, there's different um, teas and different fasts and different things you can do just to learn how to better serve our bodies physically and spiritually. So, yeah. Peace, love, and light, guys. Thank you for having me, Aaliyah. Of course. Yes, I love I love to read different stuff. Like, I will read any and everything that has to do with healing. I have so many, like, fasting books, different types of fasts. I've even done so many personal things. Like, I started off again, I eat pork or beef, and then I went to being a pescatarian. Um, then I went to being vegan, but, like, a raw vegan. Then I was following Dr. Sabi, the alkaline diet. Then you remember when I met you, you probably didn't remember this. I think you and um what's so she was my RA, we were just talking Sharina. Sharina. Y'all came in the gym, y'all know I used to work at the gym. And you were saying, um, I'm on a 60 day fast where I'm just eating fruits and vegetables. Cause I'm like, I didn't lose weight. And it's like, I lost 30 pounds. Like I just did this 60 day thing where I'm just doing fruits and vegetables. And I was like, you strong. But now I think I might need to do that too, sis. Oh yeah. Like I tried everything. Cause I was like, okay, I want to know what my body is capable of. And I want to know what sticks because I knew that my body was very different. Like, um, certain things other people would eat. I knew I couldn't eat. Um, right. And so, like, I did a 40-day liquid fast where I was just drinking liquids, like, no solid foods. I did, because in 40 days was more on a spiritual note, because we know what 40 days represent in a lot of books right. and a lot of spiritual practices. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do 40 days. And I felt so good, and I was so proud of myself, and I was disciplined. And yeah. it was just a, a very empowering experience. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going to do 60 days. And the fact that I did 60 days, I was like, Leah, that's on a liquid diet on a liquid diet. And, and you still here. And I feel like that was my best, like health wise, like internally. Yeah. Um, because I was feeding it every day. Like even nutrition wise. Um, like, yes, I was on a liquid diet, but that doesn't mean I was just drinking water. Um, I was drinking like fresh juices, putting you were juicing. Yes. I love juicing. And then I'll do the smoothie for the fiber side because sometimes when you juice, you're only getting the liquid. You're not getting the fiber. We need fiber to, you know, do all the things we need to expel out. Right. Um, so I would do mainly water. Um, but I have my juice that I would juice like hand press. And then I also have my smoothies. And this is just a routine. I had like pre bags. Like I, I had a whole routine. Listen, my girl had a regimen. <laughs> and that worked for me. And, uh, I did a 30 day one. Like I just keep challenging my body to do different things and I love it. And I probably, I'm just disciplined like that. Like when I want something, I'm going to do it, especially when it comes to my health, because 
that's important. I'm not to be disciplined like you, sis. I am not disciplined. Like today, I worked out yesterday, the day before, had on my Missy Elliott trash bag top, you know, the plastic one that make you sweat. <laughs> I can work out, but I just need to eat better. Like the other day, I was just up getting acclimated to the new apartment unpacking. At 5.30 in the morning, I ate some salmon Alfredo. A lot of it. Hey, you got to do you. Don't happen all the time, but I do need to be more disciplined. Thank you for planting that seed. Discipline looks like different things to different people, but some tells me there's no way I should eat that much pasta at 5.30. Hey, you got you. You Do what you need to do. Well, um, is, there, is there anything that you're working on that you want us to like know about and where can they find you on your social media? So my social media is tropic underscore goddess. Um, it's tropic because I got the juice and goddess because I'm a healer. <laughs> I'm a comedian and I sell way speed so you can follow my business page, Fine and Divine. Um, some new things we're going to be adding to inventory this month. So I'm extremely excited about that. And yeah. Can you tell them about the waste fees again? The waste fees? Mm-hmm. So it's Finding Divine on Instagram, Finding Divine Waste Feeds. And you know, waste feeds, when they, you know, originated in Africa, amongst the Yoruba tribes. You know, they symbolize healing and sensuality and spirituality and womb wellness and body shaping and femininity and healing, um, those things. So um, I created those for well, my line, Fine and Divine, because, of course, you're going to be fine as hell when you wear them. But divine to speak to the goddess and you to speak to the, the healing that may need to take place in different crystals. Um, you know, trigger healing with certain things like the orange citron, you know, the sapphire, the emerald, um, those things. So I want you to feel beautiful and be working on making the inside beautiful as well when you're wearing them. So, yeah. I love it. Thank you. I just wanted you to say it again, give more insight. That's all. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. Of course, thank you all for listening to Monolithic, the podcast where we explore diversity within Black experiences. I hope that you learned something today from my stories. I hope you took a lot of good nuggets. We dropped a lot of gems. Make sure you pick them up. If you haven't already, please follow us on Instagram at monolithic underscore the podcast. Join the conversation and stay tuned for future episodes. We have much more to come. Thank you all so much. Peace and gratitude. Thank you.